Hey everyone, welcome to the Reality Deets Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Sophia. Hey everyone, it's Laura. Welcome back to the Reality Deeds Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to discuss a bevy of Bravo hot topics. So let's just dive right in and break down the latest tea and drama happening in the Bravoverse. So to start, we have to dig into the latest Vanderpump Rules news and gossip. There's just new stuff coming out every single day. And I feel like as we gear up for the season 10 reunion, it's just going to keep being like that. And so what we do know now is that Ariana Maddox and Billy Lee are on the outs. And I think in our last podcast episode where we talked about Pump Rolls gossip, um, we explained that Billy had been hanging out with Tom last Friday night. They were spotted out and about in LA. Well, then they hung out again on Sunday night and Billy has been getting a lot of flack for hanging out with Tom Sandoval. And apparently Ariana isn't liking it either because she unfollowed Billy on Instagram. And this came shortly after Billy defended, you know, remaining friends with Tom Sandoval. You know, um, Billy basically said like that both Tom and Ariana are her family and that they've been there for her over the years and she wouldn't be who she is today without them. And they, she just doesn't understand why everyone is so obsessed with her picking a side. She thinks that they're both hurting, both Tom and Ariana are hurting. And, you know, she wants to remain friends with Tom despite his mistake of cheating on Ariana. Um, she says that while she's being there for Tom, she's still holding him accountable and, you know, she's not condemning his cheating. Um, she says that if she did anything else, like some of the other Pump Rules cast members, that would be extremely immature. Um, she thinks that you can support both parties. Um, she goes on to rave about Ariana and says that she seems to be in a really good place and that she's moving on from Tom. And she then goes on to say that Tom's working hard on himself and that she will continue to love and support them both. Well, that statement did not sit well with Ariana because she hit the unfollow button almost immediately after Billy posted it. So... I definitely think their friendship is on the outs and I think a lot of it has to do with the fact that Billy's playing both sides of the fence and um, I'm not sure if in the previous Pump Rules podcast episode I talked about how Kristen called Billy Lee out for you know being spotted out with Tom Sandoval when she was there at Tom and Ariana's house sitting with Ariana crying about the you know breakup and all like and now she's out and about with Tom that it just looks opportunistic. And I have to agree. I think it does look opportunistic. I think that Billy is trying to wiggle her way back onto the show. And I wouldn't be surprised if she does pop up next season. Um, Tom's going to need people to film with. And so is Raquel and everything like that. So I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm glad that that Ariana is standing her ground and it's just like, you know what? I don't need these type of people in my life. And I think Ariana needs to be cutthroat with who she allows into her life at this point in time. And 
you know, someone who is, you know, trying to play both sides or cozying up to both of them. I just don't think she needs that in her life right now. I think she needs people who are there to support her, who aren't going to support Tom, who spent seven months cheating on her. And, um, you know, and I'm sure it's really hard for Ariana to trust people in her life at this moment, especially because Raquel was one of her closest friends and look what she did. She cheated with her boyfriend of 10 years. So, you know, I'm sure Ariana has major trust issues right now. And I can see that she probably is just like, you know what? I don't need Billy in my life right now. I don't need someone that I feel I can't trust 100% in my life right now. So perhaps eventually they will work their friendship issues out if there are any issues I mean I think there's some bad blood at least on Ariana's part because why else would she unfollow Billy because like that's such a public thing like you know it's gonna like people are gonna pick it up people check those things all the time so we'll see how that plays out um but yeah I just think Billy is she is just cashing in on all of this like drama and she is definitely trying to wiggle her way back into the group and um you know I guess good for her you know if she you know wants to do it go ahead but um speaking of you know Tom and the Ariana drama and all of that it seems that you know um Ariana is moving on from Tom, which is a beautiful thing to see. So Ariana went to Coachella this past weekend and she was spotted making out with this guy and their, you know, PDA sessions have continued after um, Coachella. And so his name is Daniel Y. I don't know if that's how you pronounce his last name, but um yeah he is pretty cute and they were spotted making out at Coachella and then they were spotted making out at the airport a couple of days later so um yeah it's really nice to see Ariana moving on Tom actually commented on the news and he said that he was quote-unquote happy for Ariana that she was moving on however he didn't miss the opportunity to take a dig at the rest of the Vanderpump Rules ladies um Lala Kent, Sheena Shea, Kristen Doty, Katie Maloney. Um he says that those four are to blame for blowing his affair with Raquel um out of proportion. That they blew it out of proportion and that you know it's all their fault and you know obviously god forbid he take any accountability for himself. Um you know he's the one that had the affair behind his girlfriend of nearly a decade's back but it's everyone else's fault, you know. Um Tan Sandoval Tandoval Sandoval tells TMZ that it's ridiculous and that um the women in the Vanderpump Rules cast keep perpetuating the drama and that he is just over it and wants to move on um yeah but Ariana right now feels amazing and um she seems to be doing really really well and it's so good to see like she deserves to be winning and um I can't wait to see what else is to come for her because she deserves it and this girl girl she can do so much better than Tom Sandoval like she can do so much better and I think this is only the beginning so it's gonna be great um 
But tonight, which is Wednesday night, I'm recording this during the day on Wednesday, but Wednesday night is an all new episode of Vanderpump Rules. And in a preview for the episode tonight, it's really hard to watch this preview because it's just like, Ariana has no idea what's going on behind the scenes. And here she is in this, in this clip, like defending Raquel. And like, she has no idea that Raquel is already having an affair with Tom at this point. And it's just like, oh, it's so difficult to watch. And like, what knowing what we know, like, oh my God, I just like, I feel so bad for Ariana. Like, so in the clip, um, we have Katie, Tom and Ariana, Tom Sandoval, they're at Tom and um, Ariana's house. And they're basically talking about Schwartz's um makeout session with Raquel at Sheena's wedding in Mexico and um Tom basically like asked Katie like are you and Tom still gonna be friends or are you ending your you know friendship because he made out with Raquel and um he basically is like it wasn't a big deal they were just two single people that were looking to have a little fun in Mexico but the weird thing is his relationship with Raquel was already going on. Like they had already like started their affair. Whether they had, I don't know. There's so much speculation that they had like slept together in Mexico, that they had, you know, had little trysts in Mexico and that their relationship really started in after boys night at the Mondrian Hotel. So we, we still don't know the exact time frame, but in this area, Raquel and Tom have already like started their emotional affair and they've already slept together, hooked up, made out. Like they've done something that crossed the line, basically, especially because Tom is in a committed relationship. So, you know, Katie basically tells Tom, she's like, look, like it, it she's not bothered by the kiss, but she's bothered by the fact that her and Tom Schwartz, Tom, yeah, Tom Schwartz had so many conversations that they agreed upon not dating anyone within their group after their divorce. And Tom has told her time and time again, or Schwartz has told her time and time again, that he's not interested in Raquel and that nothing was ever happened because it's too close to home. And so Katie's like, great, we agreed on that. But then he goes and he does this. And it's just like, you know, if you couldn't keep that promise, then why agree to it? Just say, no, I don't want to agree to those terms because I don't necessarily know that I can keep that promise. But again, Schwartz says one thing to her, to Katie's face, and then he does something else behind her back. And so it's just like, I can understand Katie's frustration. It's like, Tom, we had, we, we had one agreement after our divorce, just not to date someone in each other's friend, not to date anyone in the friends group. And it makes so much sense. Like, Yes, off limits, you know, definitely. Like, you don't need to see, like, you're the man you just divorced make out with someone that you're friends with. You don't need to do that. Tom doesn't need to see Katie making out with, like, one of his good friends. Like, it just doesn't have to happen. And it's just about a respect thing. And, like, there has to be some type of boundary in life. And I think that that is a really easy boundary to keep. But apparently, Tom and Rahel just couldn't. And I wonder what Sandoval got out of seeing... Tom and Ariana like not Tom and Ariana uh, Schwartz and Raquel like what he thought about them like kissing and like making out and like I'm so curious like 
did he like get off on it was like it his kink did he like love it did he love that he felt he was getting some something over on everyone and like hiding his affair like I feel like it's so weird like did Tom Schwartz like you know I don't know ask permission to make out with Raquel like did Raquel ask Tom I mean did Raquel ask Sandoval like is it okay if I kiss Schwartz like should I do it to like you know you know let people like lead people's thoughts in a different direction and like so they don't suspect anything between us like is that what the game plan was like I'm just so confused and I'm so curious to know all of the tiny little minuscule details like I need the dirty 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 details of like the little moments that happened along this way because we are still missing so many pieces to the puzzle and honestly like I keep getting I know I keep like fumbling with it because I keep saying Tom but I always forget there's two Tom so I need to call them by Schwartz and Sandoval so that I'm not confusing you guys because I'm confusing myself when I say this I'm like Schwartz Sandoval, blah, 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 whatever so anyway Katie just like you know um Katie is just pissed and like Ariana gets it but she's also like you know Ariana gets she's like look you and Raquel are just not going to be friends like your friendship your you know this whole kiss made it really difficult you guys just aren't going to be friends but Katie is just like agrees but she's also like pissed so she calls Raquel a fucking whore which <laughs> Tom and Ariana defend Raquel and are like she's not a fucking whore and like Ariana's like no she's not a whore she doesn't get paid by anyone to do anything like don't call her that but like Katie like is just like I don't care like you can like say she's not and maybe to you she's not but like my anger I feel like I'm justified in calling her a whore and like if she doesn't want to be called a whore then she shouldn't act like one and I can't disagree with Katie because I would be pissed too like I don't think Katie necessarily means you know the whore comment like literally but she's just like she's getting her emotions out like she's angry she's upset like you know why is not only Tom doing this to her or again see I did it again I'm calling them by their names their first names not their last names um why is Schwartz doing this to her and why is Raquel doing it to her too like what did she ever do to deserve this like why can't they just be respectful of this one boundary like it's not like their connection is like some deep epic love story that like oh they just had to be together like no it's like you're both fucking bored and you just needed someone to make out with well go find a stranger to do that don't like do it with someone within your friend group that is like freshly divorced like come on um yeah I just think it's so weird like this scene was filmed like obviously like last summer so it's like months before anyone even suspected that anything was going on between Sandoval and Raquel but it's just like so weird to see Ariana defending Raquel and you're just like you don't even know the betrayal like Katie thinks Raquel basically is betraying her now with a kiss but like Raquel's really betraying you Ariana and you don't even know about it like you know th this scene was shot in the early days of Sandoval and Raquel's affair so like you're here defending this girl that she's not a whore that you know she you know it was just a kiss and all of this but like you know she's screwing you over as a friend while you're defending her so it's just horrible to see like 
oh god it's just like so I just feel so bad for Ariana like this has to be hard to watch like I, I wonder if she's even watching the show like she's probably not but like I just can't imagine that it's easy to see all of this play out like when you like know you spent a whole season defending someone who basically stabbed you in the back multiple times um so I guess that's all we have for pump rules but we do have some Beverly Hills gossip to talk about so the big news that came out today well there's actually two bits of news that are pretty big for Beverly Hills right now so um Erica Jane for the last few months has been teasing a residency in Vegas and today she finally announced it and she is going to be doing a residency in Vegas from August 25th to December 16th so oddly enough her residency will be taking place while BravoCon is in Vegas. BravoCon's November 3rd to 5th in Las Vegas and um, Erica will be doing her residency. So I'm so curious to see if this residency is somehow tied and connected to BravoCon. Like are, is everyone in BravoCon going to go like all of the like cast members and like Bravo people, are they all going to go to the show one night? It's very, very interesting. I'm so curious, but the residency is called Bet It All on Blonde. Um, Erica is going to be, you know, performing her hits and, um, tickets go on sale Monday, April 24th. And I'm, I wonder how it's going to do. Like, I wonder Erica Jean, like since she joined the show and she, her music like really blossomed and everything, the first few seasons on the show, people always really loved her music. And like, I'm curious to see if like, this is how she can like, revive her career and really um you know reinvent herself post you know the whole like Tom Girardi scandal and the orphans and the widows and the diamond earrings and all of that like is this how she is going to reinvent herself as the performer again like you know she's gonna step away from being Mrs. Girardi and she's really gonna just step into being Erica Jane full-time and I wonder I am just curious to see how this plays out for her in the world of public perception um and what you know what happens and I'm assuming her storyline right now on Beverly Hills is probably her gearing up for this you know um residency and practicing and rehearsing and so we're gonna see parts of Erica that we haven't seen in a while on the show um and I think it'll be nice to have a little bit of um I think this will bring a little bit of levity a little bit of lightness a little bit of fun to Beverly Hills and um I'm interested I'm interested to see more and I hope I hope it does well for her I have a like love-hate relationship with Erica. Um, there are times where I think she's so cold as ice and there are other times that I really enjoy her on the show. So I have to say I think a lot of her music is really catchy. So I'm curious. I wouldn't mind if I go to BravoCon. I definitely think I want to try and get tickets to this residency. It would probably just be really fun. Like the music will be fun. It'll just be a good time. Like oh drink some tequila, dance a little bit. It'll be really fun. But anyway, Erica, you know, she kind of opened up in her announcement about like the dark time and like 
noting that this new venture is the you know the next page in her chapter and so um she writes I'm gonna like read the quote so Erica says after darkness comes light 365 days ago I was at one of the lowest points in my life thanks to your love and support it is with tears in my eyes that I announced my first Las Vegas residency bet it all on blonde so you know unquote and I think that you know it's exciting for Erica you know, I am curious to see. I think that, I honestly think that Erica being on Beverly Hills without Rinna, I really think that, like, this could be Erica's, like, redemption season. I think that we might see a different side of Erica this season. Um, What is it going to be, season 13? I think it's going to be interesting. Can't wait. And um, I think this is good news. And this will be fun. And I am... I just can't wait to know more. And I bet a lot of Bravo fans are going to be going to Vegas. So, um, but while on the subject of Beverly Hills, I have to mention that everyone's least favorite former Beverly Hills housewife, Teddy Mellencamp, has filmed for season 13. Um, Teddy kind of teased the news on her podcast with Tamara Judd two teas in a pod um on Tuesday like she teased it she basically was like what do you think Tamara like should I film if I'm given the opportunity and Tamara basically said like uh yeah you should film because you don't know what it's going to lead to like they're obviously bringing a lot of people back to the show they're trying to like you know change things up and they're looking for somebody new so you should totally do it because you never know what might come from it and you know Tamara noted that losing Lisa Rinna was a big deal for the show. Um, so then on Tuesday night, Teddy posted on her Instagram that she basically was filming for the show. And she posted a picture of her in this really great leather mini black dress that had these like sheer panels in it. And she had this really cute Colt Gaia rhinestone bag with it and these YSL pump shoes if you want all of the details on Teddy's outfit, go to realitystyledeets.com. I broke down all of the pieces, linked them. There are some, I also gave some really great dupes that are like a look for less. So um, check that out. But Teddy is back. And while she's not back in any formal capacity, she basically went, she filmed for an event that Kyle Richard was hosting Kyle Richards was hosting and I think it took place I don't know there's there's differing opinions some people are saying it took place in Ojai some people are saying it took place in LA I'm not exactly sure yet but the event was for the National Alliance on Mental Health um a lot of players um from Beverly Hills were there so Kim Richards was there Dorit Sutton Garcelle Camille Grammer Faye Resnick Teddy all of Kyle's daughters were there. Also, the newbie, um, Anne Marie Wiley was there. And, um, yeah, so a lot, a lot of the ladies were there from Beverly Hills. And it looks like it is going to be a really fun event that we're going to see on the show this season. But it's interesting that Teddy is back in the mix in some sorts, appearing. You know, we've had Camille film a few scenes. We've had Kim f- film a few scenes. Denise Richards film a few scenes. Now, we're probably going to see Teddy film a few scenes. And I wonder, out of those four, which Bravo is going to 
keep around for the remainder of the season. So they might keep all four ladies. They might, you know, bring Teddy back in a more permanent capacity. You never know. But I love seeing all of these very familiar faces returning to Beverly Hills. It's great to see. Um, you know, they brought a lot to the show during their time. And um, I can't wait for more. I really can. I think this season of Beverly Hills is going to be amazing. And Beverly Hills is one of my favorite Housewives franchises. So I, I just, I can't wait to see what comes this season and the drama and I feel like the glamour is coming back to Beverly Hills and like the whole like the things we love about that franchise are coming back and like the lightheartedness the friendships the glamour the glitz the the it all like I just really hope so and I think a lot of that darkness that has been hanging over the franchise that nastiness is going to like dissipate a little bit I think there's still going to be drama and there's going to be confrontation and there's going to be you know antics and all of that but it's going to be a little more lighthearted. and you know I think I hate to say it because I, I did enjoy Rena on the show for a long time but I think she had this like dark cloud over the show and I, I'm curious to see how the franchise does without her it might sink it might it might swim it might sink I don't know it's you can go one of two ways or it might be somewhere in the middle but yeah I think that without Rena, I think everyone's gonna step up their game and I think everyone has been stepping up their game and I'm very very excited for season 13 of Beverly Hills like it's just gonna be good and I hope Bravo doesn't make us wait too long like if they finish filming in July like I want like the show in like October or November like I don't have to want to have to wait until 2024 for season 13 of Beverly Hills like I want it as soon as possible so hopefully Bravo will make that happen let's pray <laughs> So Teddy's return to the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills wasn't the only uproar that she caused this week. So on um, a recent episode of the Two Teas in a Pod podcast, um, Teddy had Marisol Patton and um, Alexia from Real Housewives of Miami on the podcast and the ladies were basically asking, you know, Marisol and Alexia about, you know, their feelings on co-star um, Adriana DeMora and, you know, how they feel going into the new season and filming with Adriana and all of that. And, you know, um, Marisol, Marisol basically was like, I don't want to film with her. I've made it known, like, you know... Um, you know, I, people have just told me like, you can just ignore her and you know, that's what I'm going to do. But Alexia was like, well, like Marisol, you know, not wanting to film with Alexia makes it easy on me because then I can just not invite Adriana to events. So it, it lets me exclude Adriana from the group and I don't have to worry about it. I don't have to be around her. It's an easy out for me. But this pissed Teddy off because Teddy's like, this is like, this is what irritates me about the real housewives. It's when housewives start to try to control casting on the show. You know, she said it irritates her and she like, she's like, I don't like watching this kind of thing happen. Like, 
if you have to invite everyone and then you can just choose not to engage with Adriana but like you have to let them dig their own hole you have to let them their relationship with others flourish you can't just cut them out of the group like you're a producer in charge of casting and you know fans had a like uh, it was divided. Some people felt that Teddy was like spitting nothing but facts. They were like, you know, it's so, you know, true what Teddy's saying. And like, you know, that, you know, Marisol wanting to cut Adrian out of the show is mean girl. And like, they noted that like Marisol's not even that big part of a, sh the, a big part of the show. So who is she to say like, when and where Adriana can film like if you don't want to film with someone then don't film with them but that doesn't mean they should be excluded from events um you know and I have to like I have to agree with that like you know Marisol has made it clear that she doesn't want to see Adriana ever again I think on Watch What Happens Live recently she's like I haven't seen her since the reunion I hope to never see her again but Marisol plans to film for the upcoming season they're already filming for it for Miami right now so like I think Marisol is gonna have to suck it up and just you're gonna see Adriana the same with Alexia you're gonna see Adriana you're just gonna have to ignore her or you're gonna have to engage and create drama it's one of the these are the of uh, the only two options or leave the show and don't film at all but producers aren't gonna let you get away with not inviting Adriana to events like you know maybe one event you cannot invite her but like the rest of the cast isn't going to not invite Adriana to things because you two don't want to film with her like no and producers are going to force them to do to invite her even more because of the fact that it's going to rub you to the wrong way you know so I think that um Adriana Mer I mean Alexia and Marisol really want to might want to rethink their strategy going into this season because if this is their plan I think it's going to backfire if they're going to try to push Adriana out of the cast and out of the group I think it's going to come back to bite them in the ass and I don't think fans are going to like it I think Teddy's right I think fans are going to get pissed off that you're trying to control who films and when they film and how much they film and all of that and people aren't going to like that you're trying to control the narrative and can control you know who's a part of the show We've seen it happen before and it doesn't work out. So I would rethink that strategy, ladies, before you get any further into the season. Um, and speaking of drama to come, we now are getting our first kind of taste at the big juicy gossip and drama to come out of season 17 of The Real Housewives of Orange County. Now, we still don't have a trailer for The Real Housewives of Orange County. It's supposed to drop in the next, like, few weeks because season 17 is reportedly going to premiere, like, the first week of June. And we can only hope that these reports are true. Bravo has not confirmed a damn thing. They have not given us a crumb of information. So these are just reports that at this point are baseless and we have no clue if there's any validity to the rumors about when season 17 is going to drop, when the trailer is going to get here. We know nothing. But what we do know is, is that Tamara Judd and Heather Dubrow are going to be butting heads all season long. A source tells Page Six that Tamara had a bone to pick with Heather DeBrow the minute she returned back to the show. So 
the outlet reports that Heather and Tamara butted heads the entire season, but their issues really exploded during the cash trip to Mexico. Um, Tamara reportedly was the ringleader of a gang up on Heather and went nuclear on the mom of four. Sources say the confrontation was quote unquote nasty. Um, apparently the Real Housewives of Orange County newbie Jennifer Pendrati also had a falling out with Tamara while filming, filming season 17. Oddly enough, Tamara is the one who brought the newbie onto the show. Um, sources are saying that it's like a similar issue to what happened between Lisa Renna and Sutton Strack on The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Um, but insiders are saying that Tamara's return to... The Real Housewives of Orange County is epic and unlike anything fans have seen on Bravo in a very long time. Um, as we know, Tamara, she started on The Real Housewives of Orange County for 11 seasons before being let go in January of 2020, ahead of season 15. Um, during her time on the show, Tamara butted heads with so many people, but oddly enough, Heather DeBrow was never one of them. Heather and Tamara always had a really, really, really good relationship, but it seems that the relationship soured sometime between Heather's return to The Real Housewives of Orange County during season 16 and the start of filming for season 17. And we don't know what really happened. We don't know what caused it. There's speculation and gossip that Heather was maybe talking bad about Tamara to Andy and Bravo. Again, uns unsubstantiated reports. We don't know if that's true or not. Um... But yeah, so we're going to have to wait and let this all play out on Bravo. I mean, hopefully we let it, hopefully we get to see it play out on Bravo before 2024, because at this point, you know, we're halfway through 2023 and um, they finished filming for season 17 in like October, I think like, no, like December or November or something. So God knows when we're going to get this trailer, but I'm looking forward to the season. It'll this is very interesting but I I feel like I'm gonna be so torn when this if this drama is true between Heather and Tamara and when it airs I'm gonna be so torn because I am like the biggest Heather Dubrow fan like I love fancy pants like she has just been one of my favorites since she came on the show she was like a breath of fresh air on the show she brought that class she brought that glamour like I know she's a little buttoned up sometimes but I think she's really grown and I just love Heather and I also really like Tamara I mean there have been moments where I'm like whoa Tamara you take it way too freaking far like calm your jets but all in all, I've loved what she's brought into the show over the years. She has brought in the drama. She showed her personal life. She's been open and honest on camera. And yeah, and I'm excited for her return. But I just don't know whose side I'm going to pick. I guess I have to watch and let it play out. But like, I'm so nervous because I, it's like a rock and hard place. Like, who am I going to, whose side am I going to be on? And like, oh, Am I going to wind up hating one of these women? And it's just stressful. Um, but uh, yeah. So next up is Potomac. Um, so we have gotten some casting news for season... Is it season eight of Potomac? Yeah, season eight of Potomac. I, I literally... I'm trying... I 
I write and talk about so many different Housewives franchises that sometimes it's hard to keep straight what franchises on what season like it's easier with like OC and stuff because they're on so long like the numbers higher but when it comes to like Miami like I think Miami is on season six maybe but I literally like Potomac Miami I get like so confused I'm like how long have they been on how long like is it six is it seven is it eight I don't know but anyway I digress so um we're getting some really great casting news on one point for Potomac we're getting some new blood on Potomac for season eight um TV Deets reports that um there's a new housewife who will be a full-time member of the cast for season eight um I want to say her name but I'm gonna butcher it and I don't want to do that so I'm just going to I think her name's Nika Nika it's N-N-E-K-A but I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that properly or not um but she is a Boston-born Nigerian woman and she's a licensed attorney um but she also has the entrepreneurial um I'm gonna butcher that entrepreneurial spirit (laughs) um she owns her own champagne line um she again like um she's Nigerian so Wendy Osefo on Potomac is also Nigerian and so like Wendy she's also appeared as a correspondent on CNN so it's very similar they're some of the things they've done um the newbie Nika is very well educated um and uh she lives in Potomac and she's married to a medical doctor who also is a night lounge investor this is all very interesting um it's just funny how like similar her and Wendy like just these little details are to each other it's very it's cool and I wonder I'm curious if she's coming on to the show through Wendy like I wonder if they they are friends from the Nigerian community and that's how she's being brought on to the show um but from the pictures on her Instagram she's very beautiful her life is very glamorous um I'm not sure how old she is but yeah I mean her husband's handsome they look like they have a beautiful house like a very lovely life so I'm excited to see what um she brings to the show um she filmed over the weekend with the rest of the cast they all attended a housewarming party at Ashley Darby's new house um so at the party was also Sharice Jackson Jordan who is an OG of the Potomac the Potomac franchise I literally can't speak right now I'm like parched and like stumbling and fumbling over my words um but anyway sorry about that guys I'm really trying my best (laughs) but anyway uh Sharice attended the party but it turns out Sharice is probably not going to be returning to the show in any official capacity for season eight um TV Deets reports that Sharice and Jacqueline Blake who Jacqueline joined the show during season seven um they were both friends of the housewives but like they are not expected to be returning for season eight they might pop up here and there but there's going to be no they're not going to be any formal part of the cast for season eight. 
Um, but we do have Giselle returning, Robin, Wendy, Candace, Karen, Mia, and Ashley, and then the newbie, Mika, which I hope I'm pronouncing her name properly. I apologize if I'm not again. But yeah, this is really some nice news. Potomac just started filming season eight. So it's really great that we're going to have some new, someone new on the show. And, you know, we probably might have some other more new people too that might be friends of the housewives or anything like that. But um, yeah, I'm, this is really great and it'll be cool to see. Potomac is just one of those really great franchises and I love it. But I think there is still going to be some lingering drama between Candace, Ashley, Robin, and Giselle lingering from season seven to season eight. So Candace recently appeared on Watch What Happens Live and she admitted that she felt bamboozled by Ashley, Giselle, and Robin um, because they knew about Juan Dixon's cheating all season, all while filming season seven. But they instead chose to go after her husband, Chris Bassett, with unfounded, untrue rumors just to hide any insinuation of the Juan cheating rumors. And, um, you know, I can't say that I, you know, disagree with Candace. I think that fans are really pissed off at Ashley and Giselle and Robin for hiding this whole Juan thing. Like, it should have been brought up on the show and the fact that they didn't, it just is not what reality is reality TV is supposed to be about. You know, they they tried to control the narrative and I think it's gonna come back to bite them all. And I think that, you know, it's just one of those things that it sucks. And I think Candace is probably gonna I think Candace and Chris are both gonna go hard this season and they are not gonna give Robin or Giselle or Ashley any wiggle room or any grace. I think they're just going to go in hard on them and I can't say that they don't deserve it. They kind of do. Um, you know, the Phoebe Robinson, I think that's her name. Am I getting this right? Phoebe Robinson, right? Yeah, she was, she's a comedian apparently, but she appeared on Watch What Happens Live with uh, Candace and she made such a great great point so she basically like said that like Robin was lying about like not reading the dms between Juan and the woman he allegedly cheated with and she like went on to say like Robin just needs to own the, her decision to stay with Juan she's like you know admit you don't want to start over with someone new like you have kids you've been together forever like but, like, you can't drag other people into the drama. Like, you have to own your own truth and just admit that, like, no, my relationship's complicated, it's messy, and we're making it work. But instead of doing all of that, you drag Chris Bassett into drama that made absolutely no sense and was not true at all. And, like, she admitted, like, she's like, I lost respect for Robin because of it, you know, for, like not just for Robin, but for Giselle also, like you're throwing around a serious accusation and, you know, it's not something that you throw around lightly. Like you don't, you don't do that. And yeah, I think that this could be, I had to admit, I really like, I liked Candace on Watch What Happens Live. I thought she was really good. And 
I have always liked Candace. Like, I really liked when she first joined the show. But there have been moments where I'm just like, ugh, can't stand her. But it doesn't mean I don't like her on the show. But I really loved, um, oh my god, what is her name? <laughs> I loved Monique. But then I liked Candace, too. And so it was hard when they were fighting and all of that. And there have definitely been moments where I don't love everything Candace does on the show. But I think that's always the case. Like, I never really agree with a housewife 100% of the time. But I think that this could be Candace's, like, redemption season. Like, I think, like, she's going to come out of this, like, a phoenix rising from the ashes. And, like, Giselle, Ashley, and Robin are going to look really, really bad and I think they're going to have to work hard to, especially Robin, I think they're going to have to really work hard to, like, restore, like, like, fans' trust in them. Because I think they lost a lot of the trust that fans had in them. So, yeah, it's, there's just so much good Housewives stuff going on, guys. I mean, we are in for the quite a 2023 like it's just gonna be an incredible year for bravo and for housewives and yeah like so much good stuff like oc beverly hills like potomac atlanta's gonna be really good like my the, i just know next season of miami is gonna be good and like hopefully we get like a revival of jersey like it'll like you know some fresh new perspective on that show and yeah i'm really really excited for what's to come and I think this is going to be an incredible year and I'm looking forward to all of it. So thank you guys so much for listening to me go on and on and on. I really appreciate it. I hope you guys are enjoying the podcast. Make sure to rate, comment, like, and subscribe if you guys are. Um, leave us a really good review if you're enjoying the show, um, make sure to give us a follow on, um, Instagram at reality deets and check out our blog, realitystyledeets.com for all the latest real housewives and reality TV fashion and style news. So I will see you guys in the next episode. Bye.